mainstream media is dead what you are seeing now is nothing but a zombie being kept alive by the legacy advertisers the legacy advertisements the legacy uh, governments the legacy deep state say what you will <coughs> now you know <clears throat> for centuries media has ruled it it was the most powerful you know force source of opinion it molded public opinion it toppled governments it decided the policies of governments editors were king makers they would sit next to presidents and topple them you know it started like i mean long back if you look at like you know reuters he used carrier pigeons to you know uh carry information information today we call it the information age but information has always been the most powerful thing even in the olden days the kings and the generals with the best information would win so that was turned into an art form by reuters uh, he used carrier pigeons to get news across immediately that is when the you know concept of a wire service was born today also we have the pti the uni which keeps you know giving out stories all day but newspapers they were very powerful once upon a time you would get up in the morning and you look at the newspaper that's the first thing you would do for centuries everybody wherever you are you would begin your day with a newspaper either you'll take the newspaper to the loo or you'll sit and have your tea with the newspaper and that would mould your day it would mould public opinion and if the newspapers were against you you are finished it didn't matter whether you are a business whether you are a king whether you are president if the entire newspaper industry decided to go after you you were finished even if you see if you look at the evolution of mainstream media even when the magazines came the magazines were more in depth they did features they were equally powerful and in those days i i if you remember at least in india till the 80s it used to be the newspaper the magazine the radio news the television 9 o'clock news i mean uh, we i remember we went to london in 1978 and even at that time the 9 o'clock news everyone used to sit uh, you know glued to it so it's like you watch the 9 pm news and go to sleep and in the morning you read the newspaper and they would decide everything fashion who's in what is out even if you see satellite tv in the 24 hour channel things started going wrong i mean it was one madhouse sensationalism repetition of the whole day but i think the satellite even sat 24 hour news channel also kept the same amount of power which newspaper magazine had at some level they became more powerful so you could say that you know like newspapers magazines the 9 pm news they coexisted but probably the newspaper was the most powerful then it was the 24 hour news channel which was more powerful so the first probably the nail in the coffin for mainstream media i'm definitely not the first person to say it i'm probably the millionth is the internet so when the internet came if you see that is where the newspapers the magazines the tv channels could not make a transition so uh, if you look at uh, the way the information was disseminated the way the news was uh, disseminated they started losing their monopoly at that time and they also lost the distribution process 
Now, if you look at, say, a newspaper, the newspaper, it controls, it has, uh, you know, news agents, news vendors, news distribution, and it controlled uh, the distribution network. But this was the first time when the media companies found that the distribution network was out of their hands. I mean, it, there is no such thing as a distribution network on the internet. The internet is one where anyone can put anything, anything can go viral. And probably the first things that uh, you could say is drudge report. The first thing that became more powerful was drudge report. Now, I don't know if you've heard of drudgereport.com. There is an individual called Matt Drudge. He's very secretive. He keeps to himself. Even when he comes in public, he comes in a hat. So if you, if you study him, uh, he's a one-man show. And I'll just tell you, just uh, this is like the Monica, uh, the Monica Lewinsky scandal that happened in the late 1990s. And that is when he, uh, he became famous. But uh, coming to today, even today, Drudge Report, it is a one-man show. It is just a one-page news aggregator site. That's it. Just a one-page news aggregator site. And that... If you see, if you look at that, it has one, it has touched 1 billion page views a month. Can you imagine? It's not 1 million, but 1 billion. So anyway, we'll come back to that and we'll come back to uh, that. The Probably the first turning point was the Monica Lewinsky scandal. So, you know, uh, President Bill Clinton, I don't know if you remember it. He, of course, uh, he was the most, one of the most charismatic presidents, one of the most popular presidents. However, when the Monica Lewinsky scandal took out, the mainstream media had it. And they decided whether to go with it or not. So here's the thing. This is another thing about the media. So I've been part of the media. So I've been part of the Delhi newspaper industry. When I criticize the media, I'm also criticizing myself. So one thing about the media is one is what it shows you. And the second is what it doesn't show you. I'll just say, let's say there are two candidates. And you have five scandals against both of them. All you have to do is if you choose one candidate, don't talk about the scandals. Pretend they don't exist. Just talk about the other five scandals. So the thing about like we talk of fake news and, you know, agenda biases. But the biggest thing is what you leave out. Right. What even if you leave out something that itself is a show of power and that itself can influence events. So Newsweek had the Monica Lewinsky story. And they decided to hold it. Hold it, who knows? Maybe they were planning to kill it. Maybe the Monica Lewinsky scandal was going to be killed by the American mainstream media. And Bill Clinton would not have had a single scandal against his name. However, that is where Drudge Report, he decided to go ahead with it. And that is when the entire corridors of American power were shook. Because this was the first time that something which was not part of the mainstream media totally hit someone who was, who, who was the most powerful man in the world. And if you follow the Monica Lewinsky scandal, Drudge Report ran with it and nobody else could do anything. They had to cover it. So that's, that's one thing. One, once something is out of the bag, you have to cover it. 
So, and that probably is one of the most decisive moments in American history. Because if you see, I mean, uh, the uh, of course, this uh, a lot of these events happened even before the Lewinsky scandal. It happened in uh, his term. But uh, the uh, Democrats had ruled the Senate for like some 40 years, I think. And it is only after this scandal happened that there was some parity in uh, US politics. And if you see... If you see, it has ceased being one way. In the last 20 years, if you see, it's like it's like half-half. Half the time, the Republicans have the Senate. Half the time is the Democrats. Same thing with the White House. And it started with the Monica Lewinsky scandal. And it started with Drudge Report. But, you know, that, that wasn't the first. Because in the internet era, this was the first time the... the you know, it's not just power. They, one is they lost power. The mainstream media lost power in the internet era. Second is they lost control of the narrative. Third is they were the custodians of information. They were no longer that. And finally, the most important, they lost the money too. You know, they say, show me the money. That is when their revenue started declining because they could not monetize the internet. I know there are many successful media organizations, but I'm talking of, you take the thousands or ten thousands of media organizations, as a whole, they failed. And their decline was very stark. And like, you know, Monica, Monica Lewinsky and uh, Drudge Report type of things, they lost a lot of power and clout. Now, the thing that happened is, if that was not, that was still the 2000s. The second thing to happen was social media. That if, if during the internet they lost the narrative, social media, they totally lost it. Because even the internet era, I mean, okay, fine. You needed a website. You needed a URL. You needed to pay a annual fee. And even if you had a blog, well, okay, you had to still customize it and do. But in social media, it was a level playing field. You know, like they say, the world is flat, level playing field. Social media, the world is flat. You you have you have uh, you can have seven billion accounts and all seven billion are equal and anyone can go viral. It doesn't matter whether it's CNN or Washington Post or some individual. On a day, it could be an unknown guy who suddenly gets millions of uh, likes and shares. So that, in fact, here's the thing. You know, the first person who won from social media was Barack Obama. You know, if you look at Barack Obama's campaign, two years before, nobody had heard of him. He he reached national politics. Uh, just two years. He had become a national senator just a couple of years before he launched his presidential bid. And there is no way he could have won unless there was social media. Social media's first star, first success was Barack Obama. Right. And But here's the thing. That time, uh, nobody really gave it a thought because he was the choice of the mainstream media. So even though social media elected Barack Obama, nobody, there were no alarm bells ringing because even the mainstream media wanted him. Now, here's the thing. What would happen till now, even despite internet, whoever the mainstream media would choose? Of course, if, if the mainstream media was confused about two candidates, some chose this, some chose that, then still anything could happen. But if you look at history, any situation where 100% of the mainstream media goes after a guy, that guy is finished. Or it boosts a guy, that guy is finished. But, you know, it changed in the 2010s. And there are three examples which showed that mainstream media had no influence. The first was 
our prime minister narendra modi you know now it's very simple now he seems very powerful a lot of people say he gets favorable coverage he has everyone in his pocket all the media there is no investigative journalism against him and all and anyway, i don't want to discuss today's situation but you go back to 2012 2013 there he was nowhere he had the support of no national media every national media was in fact right from 2002 to 2013 he was attacked non stop he was attacked non stop and if if this had happened 10 15 years back he would have been a non starter but like barack obama narendra modi used social media he used twitter to his advantage and he won the 2014 election that was a big shock because again it's not just cnn hated him bbc hated him washington post hated him new york times hated him everyone independent guardian i'm not talking of the indian media al jazeera if you look the entire global media and most of of course there he had his supporters so i'll not say most most of uh, the indian media they hated him and i am using the word hate it's no secret most of the media barons in the world they used to hate modi so there was 0% chance of him winning but forget 0% he became the first non dynast in history to get a clear majority i mean congress used to get non stop from 47 to 77 then they won in 84 and imagine the entire mainstream media is against you you become a candidate you contest and you get the greatest majority in decades so that was probably the alarm bells started ringing for uh, that second is uh, brexit again if you see the hatred of all global journalists all global editors all british uh, journalists and editors for brexit it was considered the most toxic the most racist whatever you have and everyone hated brexit but what happened it happened right so that shows the mainstream media had no power because it's one thing to be confused to favor one thing but it if as i said if mainstream media went after someone they were finished i'd say that the hatred of modi uh if you is x then the hatred for brexit was greater but the greatest of course you know who i'm talking was donald trump the same thing happened to donald trump in fact i have uh, forget uh, cnn msnbc and all even fox news initially was against him you know fox is republican but even they didn't like trump so again imagine uh, everybody is attacking and even at one stage your own network the republican network fox news is also against you he again he had a zero chance of winning but he won right so again so if you see and also if you see their influence is going the money is going if you see the amount of jobs they have shrunk i am i won't be surprised that probably the number of journalists editors publications in the world are half of what they were 20 years back it is shrinking their size is shrinking their power is shrinking and in fact i'll tell you one thing why i said that you know mainstream media is dead what you see is a zombie is because uh, why is it alive who's paying the money it is the traditional media sorry the traditional advertisers all those people in power governments uh, because they know they cannot control social media they can control mainstream media so it is being kept alive by uh, again why i am saying kept alive you look at a youtube view say someone like joe rogan 
even joe rogan gets i don't know if you add all his spotify views his youtube views his illegal views because you know people will even record it it's 1 billion plus so if joe rogan is getting 1 billion plus views then why sh- why shouldn't the money go there all these tiktok influencers joe rogan and all these youtubers the number of views they get from mainstream media is tenfold so you know in the olden days it was simple the person who gets the most circulation gets the most money why isn't that happening now if you see cnn washington post the times of india all these they get the most money but they don't get the most views the the people who get the most views do not get the most advertising right i'm not talking of say youtube monetization i'm talking of overall money so that's what i'm saying it is being kept alive if all the advertisers they just looked at views they would spend their money with joe rogan and the independent youtubers so that's what i'm saying it is being artificially kept alive and also another thing when i say it's being artificially kept alive like did you know silicon valley virtually owns the us mainstream media you know it's 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 uh, the mainstream media on its own cannot survive you know like the best example is washington post the washington post was in shambles it was bought by jeff bezos so jeff bezos bought the washington post for 215 million dollars this is 2013 right 2013 250 million dollars that's how the washington post is alive the washington post is not alive due to its circulation and uh, due to its uh, what do you call revenue and all it is being kept alive because the richest man in the world okay he is is elon musk or whatever but he is at one point he is the richest person in the world so he bought it for 250 million dollars same thing i mean time time magazine you know it was like the number one magazine in the world that also it was bought over by salesforce founder mark benioff and wife lynn for again 190 million dollars so the washington post is not being kept alive by journalism it is being kept alive by jeff bezos time magazine is not being kept alive by journalism it is being kept alive by mark benioff you know and if you can you can just scratch the entire american mainstream media the atlantic monthly is owned by the emerson collective and who founded the emerson collective lauren powell jobs i think you already know where i am going lauren is the widow of billionaire icon steve jobs even if you look cnn then the, uh, there is msnbc the msn msnbc stands for microsoft at that time it had invested 221 million dollars so microsoft had invested two of course they pulled out of the venture but that is how it began even slate magazine was once under microsoft so you can see at that time the two wizards of their time jobs and gates directly indirectly they own part of the media it's not just bezos and uh, uh, benioff today the huffington post also have, was acquired by aol aol is ict right if it's either it or ict then 315 million dollars imagine huffington post was still at least washington post time are old brands huffington post was new 315 million dollars this is 2011 before the time and washington post sales then aol was itself acquired by verizon communications for 4.4 billion dollars so if you see this is not revenue this is acquisition by rich people and rich houses so again like time warner Time Warner was a mainstream media giant that also was a merger of Time and Warner it had hundreds of entities nobody even knows magazines tv channels cnn hbo warner brothers and of course time was once owned by them then it, it was part of a whopping 165 billion dollar merger with AOL right it had fallen through 
at that time but again AT&T has taken over Time Warner so again it is IT ICT they all own mainstream media and talking of ICT Mexican telecom billionaire Carlos Slim is the single largest shareholder of New York Times right so you you can see it's all it is all controlled and bought over it's dead but people uh, rich people are buying it and taking over now even when you look at huffington post it was founded by a uh, conservative turned liberal ariana huffington and another conservative andrew breitbart and the other two liberal founders were jonah peretti and kenneth lehrer they founded buzzfeed you know at one point buzzfeed had the in news organization had the most views in that but then who did they get funding from softbank and vc firms so again it is part of the silicon valley ecosystem usa today was taken over by gannett which is partially owned by softbank softbank is another vc giant vox also received a lot of vc funding and vox also owns new york magazine so you can see it is it is uh, that and also what about funding like uh, when google ceo eric schmidt he quit he gave 4.7 million dollars to npr so it is if you see entire media is owned it so it is not a business it is a means for power so you know like when i was in journalism school he was i don't know how far through it our dean told us that uh, uh, that is how pioneer was relaunched you know one businessman he went and he was waiting with for a politician and while while he was waiting somebody came and bypassed him and went and met the politician so he asked the pa i have been hitting waiting here for so much time who is that he saying he's an editor then he thought well why don't i relaunch a newspaper and that's how pioneer was relaunched of course that's that's a different story altogether so if you see again in india also it's i don't know if you know newsprint is subsidized the uh, it's even in india the uh, news daily newspapers don't make that much money newspaper is subsidized the press club is subsidized your journalists even get uh, they used to get houses in lutens delhi once upon a time and uh, they get uh, you know even uh, railway passes and all so basically it is it is a, now mainstream media has become a subsidized industry so i i don't know how long i i won't be surprised if suddenly it all comes down like a pack of cards you know like one day uh, lemon brothers just collapsed and you know uh, that uh, you remember that uh, arthur anderson uh, all that story so you know uh, we are at a stage so i don't know what's going to happen what is ahead is chaos ahead if all the mainstream media whatever i mean there was a time they were like great you had great people and you know newspapers had a check check system i remember you know it's like a reporter will file a story then the chief reporter will go through it and he'll suggest changes he'll do checks then he'll come to the desk the sub editor will check it the chief sub will check it right and then the news editor will look the editor will look so it used to be a great system full of checks and counter checks but for for whatever reason it has collapsed now it is just raw news there is it's just it is i don't know like where we are heading and uh, when the mainstream media finally collapses i mean it's you can say it's going to be social media but right now there is a tussle there is a balance between mainstream media social media and all these rich corporations and billionaires who so it is like it's still a very vague ecosystem but let's say the mainstream media collapses i really don't know what new monster is going to come from the ashes of the mainstream media